Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale. Original 16, official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. Welcome inside Flames Post Game Live. It's brought to you by Original 16, celebrating things done well. The Calgary Flames and St. Louis Blues for the Flames wrapping up a quick two-game homestand here and the last home game prior to Christmas. Brennan Parker alongside Corey Sarich, and uh, unfortunately, it's a uh, loss here tonight for the Calgary Flames in a uh, what kind of felt like it was going to be another one of those one-goal games as they've played so many times this season. But uh, in the end, 5-2 uh, the final here tonight. St. Louis adds a couple in the third period. But what do we take away from a game like this? Obviously, Heavily outshoot the opposition, but yet again have a have a little bit of trouble finding the offense. Yeah, it almost feels a little surreal that the Flames did outshoot the St. Louis Blues tonight because most of the great scoring opportunities came in at the other end of the rink, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, this is a game where it's not a great start for the Calgary Flames. They're behind the eight ball again, and they do a good job of staying in this game and battling back. But again, something's missing, and it was a very disjointed effort defensively and in their own end and they ultimately paid the price because of it let's take a look at the highlights here from tonight's hockey game and we'll uh, start back in the first period and uh, let's go to that uh, beginning and uh, about four minutes in it was uh, an opportunity kind of an on an odd man rush here and the uh, the two-on-one is finished off by Ivan Barbashev yeah and the giveaway no one wants to see the giveaway at the other end of the rink but it's a mistake that's made but there's got to be more done here to negate this play you give the shooter to the goalie you move over try to take that pass away and again ultimately you got to get down and dirty there something, something there needs to be more done more desperation than that play so that was the one nothing goal and then but before the end of that first period the uh, flames find a way to tie it up and maybe a 4-2 at his bounce maybe right place right time either way Connor Mackey scores his first of the season takes that one off the body and in from Dylan Dubé yeah and it had been talked about earlier in the telecast about getting some bodies than that especially on the power play and I don't know what Mackey's doing down there in front of the blue, blue paint, but good on him. And hey, it's nice to see a bounce go the Flames' way. Yeah, absolutely. There's been enough of those that go the opposite way this season. So that one is to their benefit, and it uh, is a tie game 1 1. But in the second period, this was Jordan Cairo, who's on a nice little tear here as of late, uh, fourth point in the last two nights. Yeah, and this is just, it's a nice feed here by Shen. And it's an incredible finish by Cairo. And yeah. the unfortunate thing in this play, too, is at the other end of the rink. Flames had a chance, yes. couldn't capitalize, and it, it comes back to bite them. Odd man rush, but it was a power play goal. It was a shorthanded chance that uh, Dubé and Mangiapane had at the other end, and then it comes back into your net. And then here, uh, they continue it. And uh, this one was uh, Pavel Buchnevich, who gets all kinds of time through the middle of the ice and then scores far side. Yeah, and we've just seen this, uh, even last game and now this game, we've seen a lot of lost coverage in the Flames zone. I don't know if it's lack of communication, if it's a lack of application, but they're ending up with a lot of times two guys checking the same person, three men below the goal line, um, non, not having their heads on a swivel, and these are all just basic details of defense, and they, the Flames seem to have lost them here a little bit in the last couple of games. Once again, they would make it a one-goal game, and uh, it was Connor Mackey, the uh, double goal scorer. This one was a little cleaner on the entry and a little cleaner uh, into the back of the net, but Mackey has his second of the season, second of the night. Nice, nice little, yeah, nice feed here from Dylan Dubé too. He's he's, a, he's been playing some of their best hockey, I think, for this hockey club, uh, and gets rewarded with a nice assist and 
that's a couple games in a row now with Dubé and uh, and a couple of helpers. Yeah, absolutely. Two two assists on Wednesday, two assists tonight. Uh, but unfortunately, it would be uh, a turnover in their own zone that would eventually uh, seal this hockey game up. And that one's a backbreaker given the timing, isn't it? Yeah, and you got to feel for Mackey here. There's a there's a forward in the vicinity there. He's trying to make the right play, but. Again, it's it's a learning experience for a young guy, and it's maybe one of those pucks that you just got to eat, that you can't force that. You got to know the time, you got to know the place, and those are some of the growing pains of a young defenseman in this league. Yeah, and obviously at that time, now at 4-2, and uh, this would be the kind of the insurance marker. It ends up going off of Mackenzie Weger, but kind of another broken down play that uh, ends up on Yeah, can I complain about the coverage again? <laughs> yeah. Again, someone needs to be talking. Someone needs to be sorting this out. Uyghurs facing up ice. Direct Lucic where you want him to go. Sort it out. Goal doesn't happen. I think it's pretty simple. So 5-2 the final, and uh, I think we were just talking multi-point nights for uh, five different members of the St. Louis Blues and kind of spread throughout their offense. And, uh, you know, for the Calgary Flames, they get two from uh, Dylan Dubé in terms of helpers, two goals from Connor Mackey, and... 41 shots, actually 42 shots, I think, by the end of the night. And uh, unfortunately, only able to find the two goals. But, um, you know, not enough, as you kind of pointed out, not enough to necessarily look at the shots and maybe missed opportunities, other things at play there. Yeah, and you can do what you want at that end of the rink. But if sure. all the, most of the mistakes are being made at the other end of the rink, it's, you're, you're it's fighting an uphill you. battle. And yeah. you can look at yourself as a professional after the game's done. And you know when teams have stolen or won games from you. You hold your head up high, you gave it your best. But when you give up opportunities and you just make it too easy for your opposition, that's those are those are really frustrating evenings. And yeah. it's just tough that this is the last one before yeah. the Christmas before break because yeah. it's good that they've got more hockey, but it's the last home one here for a little bit of little while yeah. and that one's going to sting especially for the fans. Yeah, leave a sour taste, no doubt. Uh, all right, let's uh, get our first reaction here from – uh, tonight's hockey game, let's go inside uh, the press conference room, listen in on head coach Daryl Sutter, his thoughts on tonight's 5-2 loss at the hands of the Blues. Third, really poor back checking by one of our forwards and then turnover below a goal line. One goal, one goal game going through a period, you can't, can't make those mistakes. What did you see specifically on that long power play stretch in the second? Ours? Yeah. Missed opportunities. They're in there the whole time. But again, that's production, performance production. Do you think the group played with enough urgency tonight? Pardon? Do you think the group played with enough urgency tonight? Or? Yeah, it was 2-1 going into the third. <laughs> but, but in the third period, the, the wheels kind of fell off. So do you think they... It didn't really fall off. As I said, I mean, you're going to write a book about the third period. It's a back-checking mistake and a turnover below the goal line. The only defenseman in the league that can pass on his backhand to the middle of the ice below the goal line is Kale McCarr. It's not that hard to figure out. Is that one of those mistakes that are, are going to happen from time to time when you have some young guys in your lineup? Yeah, but the, you know, when it's still when it's 2 1, the 3 1 goal is our D make a really good read there. Right? And forward back checking has got to make a way stronger play. Shouldn't, was it 89 that scored the goal, I think? Got a little tighter there, the forward. It's too bad because, quite honest, as I said, we've been playing all these one-goal games, and it's like you asked this morning. Well, it's still a one-goal game, so it's still you still got to score that goal, right? You think about it. So, what's the key to preventing those mistakes in in games for your players? Just don't make them. I mean, it's not that, that's not a complicated part of it either. 
I mean, check for chances. Sir, how do you feel your team's handling this kind of stretch of not getting built? We're playing a lot of games short period of time, so that's how you're handling it, right? So you need those, like when Eric asked about those younger players, not well, they got to, that's part of the preparation and, and part of the thing. We, you know, you're playing against a team that's probably got, what, 10 Stanley Cup champions or something like that on it tonight. So they're quite comfortable playing a one-goal game going into the third. All right, there's uh, head coach Daryl Sutter, his thoughts uh, following the loss. And, uh, you know, a few few things in there, obviously, and talked about some of those, basically what you laid out heading into those uh, comments, just about some of the coverages and some of the mistakes. Inevitably, uh, especially when you're playing as many one-goal games as this team has played, uh, those are things that cost you games. Yeah, and then we also talked about, as Daryl has mentioned earlier, it's you got to have some game breakers. you got to have some guys that can put games away for you. And if you're not getting that, if you're not getting that additional scoring, then your checking's got to be ultra tight. Your yeah. goaltending's got to be bang on, right? There's really no room for error. No, yeah. And that kind of explains the one-goal games and maybe why the Flames have been coming up just a little bit short yeah. in all those affairs. Well, and, and make the point, too, because I know it finishes 5-2 the final. It won't count as a one-goal game. But, you know, another thing Daryl pointed out was the fact that this is, for all intents and purposes, still a one-goal game. You talk about going into the third period, just kind of right back into that position, uh, entering the final 20 minutes again here tonight. Yeah, and this is an opportunity, again, going into a holiday break. I know the Flames have more games, but it's your last chance at home. Yeah. I thought that we would see just an absolute buzzsaw coming out in the third period. Um, just a little bit missing there, and then again, if it's not on the effort side, it comes down execution. And again, like Carol said, that's up to professionals to get themselves prepared. And it's when things aren't going totally your way during a game, it's how to figure out how to do something different yep. at different stages of the game. And they just didn't get that done in the third period. All right, let's go inside the Calgary Flames locker room. Let's listen in on uh, Connor Mackey meeting with members of the media now. Memorable night for a lot of different reasons for you. Uh, I mean... It's good to get on the board, but I'd rather take the two points. You can talk about the, the giveaway. I know you took it hard on the bench there. I mean, yeah, just, you know, we got to be smart with the puck. And just feel like I let the guys down there. I mean, I can't, I can't be doing that right after we score two. Get right back in it and then get right back out of it. Can you talk about the two goals, how, how good that feels? I know you didn't win, but you got to feel good. Yeah, no, definitely. First one was just... Kind of a weird one off my shoulder, and then uh, the second one just uh, dude's made a nice delay coming off the bench, uh, hit me. So yeah, definitely. Like I said, feel good to get on the board, but uh, you know, gotta find a way to get a win here. In both cases, you know, you're for a young defenseman, you're really pushing offensively on both those plays. Is that a sign of a guy who's trying to really make his mark here and step up? I mean, yeah, of course. I think uh, you know, offensive is part of my game. Um, like I, I'm a you know two-way player, so I'm um, just trying to make those reads when I can, jump when I can, and uh, you know just kind of uh, react to the, how the game goes. So have you have you found you're starting to acclimate a little bit to the National Hockey League? Having you're playing consistent minutes right now, how do you feel you're you're sort of adapting? Uh, yeah, I mean I feel better getting in this last couple of games here. Uh, I feel more comfortable, so just trying to find a rhythm and uh, you know definitely a few things I want to clean up, but. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I think this time around I feel feel more comfortable in this this run. So you, you've mentioned a couple of times you guys just gotta find a way to get that win. Does it start eating at you when you guys have been close here a number of times? Even coming out of the second period tonight, it was pretty close. It just doesn't seem to go your way right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I mean we're just staying strong in here. I think 
a couple OT shootout losses, and uh, you know tonight was was not a great start by us. We kind of got down early, and um, I think uh, you know we got good leaders in this in this room here. So um, you know they've been through the ups and downs, so we're, we're fine. I think we're just fine. You mentioned staying strong. How have you guys been able to try to stay strong, even though you guys are going through another tough stretch of games? Yeah, just uh, kind of back to basics, I think, for us. I mean, like I said, I think, uh, you know, the leaders in this room and uh, the voices in this room, it's it's, it's uh, been positive still. And uh, it's good to hear them, you know, like I said, they've been through it. So, um, you know, we're just going to keep chipping away and, and keep building our game. And, and, you know, it's the last couple. I mean, tonight maybe got away from us, but we're right in it. I mean, we could have... Could have had a couple of wins before before this game, and uh, even tonight we we're right there, and then shot ourselves in the foot. So. Okay, thanks, Connor. Thank you. Thank you. All right, there you hear from uh, Connor Mackey, and uh, I know he has the pair of goals here tonight, but you can hear kind of uh, obviously a little bittersweet given the fact uh, at the end result here. And you know, look at Connor Mackey's night. Most time he's played this season, I think he was a little over 12 minutes a nice time too. Yeah, and he, you know what? I got to give him credit. He's he's a good defenseman. He might have had a blunder tonight, but he did a lot of great things for this club, and it's the most relaxed I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, he looked comfortable. He looked like he was making good reads out there. Um, I thought that him and Stone in their own end tonight were actually pretty spot on. They yeah. didn't have they didn't have a lot of those mistakes that we were talking about. Um, so that's good. That's that's growth, and it takes some time. He hasn't had a lot of action yet this year, and he's practiced a ton, but just not enough game time and. I think he's doing a pretty good job of, of yeah. earning his spot, and he's mixed into the offense now. If you can yeah. learn from your mistakes and shore up kind of the big error in the third period, um, yeah, he's 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 getting to where he needs to be. Yeah, and, and you know, for to his credit too, you talk about you know getting some consecutive games. I'd imagine as a defenseman, you've been you know in that spot before. It's like you you finally can string a few together. Maybe you can sort of build on some of those things as well. Yeah, and Three straight. minutes like you, minutes are important. You, yeah. If you're getting five to ten minutes, that's not a lot that you can work with as a defenseman. As a defenseman and a guy like Mackey, who's probably played a lot throughout his career sure. in, in yeah. every situation, you're used to 15 to 20 minutes, probably on average an 18 or 19-minute guy. And when you don't get those minutes, man, you've got to produce and yeah. you can't make mistakes with your minutes. So it's like it's a, a it's a very fine line. Sure. Yeah. It it always is when you're the guy that's kind of on the bubble. And I've been there before. I yeah. know how it feels. Uh, <laughs> try to do good things. Don't do bad things. And yeah. then you'll get rewarded with more more ice time from your coach, but it's easier said than done. Hundred percent. Yeah. All right, let's go back inside the Calgary Flames locker room. Uh, Michael Backlund now standing by. As a leader of this team, uh, I think there are people watching who are thinking that this is starting to get away from you guys. I'm assuming that's not a feeling in the room. No, it's not get away from us. Uh, we know they're, you know, we can still do a really good thing here, uh, but we got to pull it together here and be a lot better. Um, execution wasn't good enough tonight. Um, secondary efforts did dig in to score, um, and then we gave up, we gave them some goals, but. We haven't given up here, and uh, no, I, don't, I mean, we know we we're chasing it for sure. Uh, we're behind the standings. Uh, we know we got to play better, win more games, and we're gonna do it. What was the crucial part of the game? You know, coach kept alluding to the fact that it was a two-one game for a good chunk there, and you guys just couldn't find that tying goal. Is, it, is that where the game got away? 
Uh, well, um, you know, I thought when Mackey scored a second, I thought we were, you know, we're on again, and then, fortunately, too quickly they score again, and I think that's kind of where started to feel, you know, it's a big mountain climb. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just tough, tough loss. We know there's an urgency to get points, uh, but I'm wondering if there is any heightened importance of that, knowing that the next few games you have coming up are teams in your division and also teams that are outside of the playoffs. Well, I would just look at it, yeah, like you said, divisional games. Um, they're always hard to fight tight games, and we got to go in with the mindset here that we need a really, really big road trip here, um, setting ourselves up for to be in the playoffs spot before Christmas. Uh, that's our main goal <coughs> going into this road trip. Um, and we know we can be better. We know we have to be better. Do you think the, the group played with enough urgency tonight, Michael? Uh, I thought, yeah, but I thought we, the execution wasn't there. And we gave up sloppy goals uh, where we just lost coverage and all that. And um, so, yeah, I think it was more just execution and, um, yeah, I'm not giving up those goals. In terms of sort of getting over that edge, in terms of these losses and the wins, I mean, you guys have been very close. You've seen shootouts over time. So does it feel like, I don't want to say missing piece, that whatever's missing, does it feel like it's close? Yeah, no, uh, we have a good team here, but we got to show it too. Uh, but we're, we're this far from like over or we're starting to doubt ourselves. We know we can win games, uh, but at the same time, we know um, we're a team that's going to win by keeping it low. Not to, like not giving up a lot of goals. We know we're gonna be tight scoring games, and uh, once in a while, you know, we get a big win. But we know we know we gotta play with the tight checking game, and we gotta get back to that. Is that different from last year? Well, I think uh, well, I don't like to compare last year this year. Um, I mean, we swapped out our, uh, some big names, getting some even big names. It's a big change up, so um, it's a process. Uh, this year we're bringing in losing guys and bringing in new guys for sure. Okay, thanks, Max. Thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. All right, welcome back inside Flames TV post game live. It is brought to you by Original 16, putting a wrap on the final home game before Christmas, at least uh, for the Calgary Flames uh, in this building. And then, of course, four more coming up on the road trip uh, before we really get into the Christmas break here uh, upcoming. Uh, as we talked about a little bit um, throughout the course of the night, it is uh, Flames Foundation Night of Giving here this evening as well. And part of that is uh, the alumni do it, putting in some good work. And uh, you were among those up on the concourse level here tonight. And uh, the annual toy drive, I think fifth annual here tonight. And uh, this was the scene in the concourse. Uh, what were you hearing? What were you seeing from fans as they were bringing in gifts for uh, families? There you are right there. Oh. Sarge, best dressed guy in the concourse tonight. Yeah, it wasn't hard to win that award tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no. All suited and booted. No, it was lots of fun. Uh, nice big lineup of fans to see Lanny as all as always. Yeah. Um, lots of cash gifts tonight. Lots of gifts of uh, food cards, donations of toys. Um, 
lots of people brought lots of things and there was multiple drop drop stations throughout yep. the building um we tried to have a few alumni at each station just greeting the fans signing a few autographs energy was great in the building and it's it's really nice to see from i think it was maybe uh rhett warner's yep idea originally and it's it's grown uh it's gained some traction but there was still i guess a lot of people that didn't know about this event so next year we're gonna have to do an e even better job of getting yeah. our voices out there letting people know letting them know where the drop spots are and uh with those toys the alumni this is going to be the scary part are going to get together on the 22nd yeah. and try to sort and wrap all those gifts yeah. make sure they get out to where they need to go and they're going to go around and uh spread some cheer yeah. throughout our community on the 24th that's awesome. Yeah, always one of our favorite videos, uh, guys door to door, kind of on Christmas Eve, delivering those gifts. Uh, what I do like, I, I would like to see though, is the the footage of you trying to wrap up some of those. That that's it. We should maybe have a wrap off. <laughs> a you wrap can off. Pick yeah. your pick your favorite alumni and see who's got what kind of skills. Something circular. That's what I. Would I definitely don't trim the ends of stuff when I wrap gifts. No, if I got way too much stuff, it just gets yeah. folded up and taped. I feel like you'd be going through a lot of tape. Yeah. A lot of scotch tape a lot required. Of scotch yes. tape. We are open to Scotch Tape partnerships here for uh, 22nd and wrapping up some of those gifts uh, here tonight. Uh, awesome, though. Great great footage. Great to see uh, so many fans bringing in gifts. And uh, thanks to uh, All Flames fans who uh, made an effort to bring in something. And obviously, it's going to a great cause, as you've talked about, will be delivered on the 24th. And uh, some lots, lots of gift cards and cash and things like that, too, which goes a long way in our community. So thanks for doing it. Yeah. Merry hey. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas Good to you, too. Big plans now? Good to uh, nothing too crazy. Little skiing, little snow. Little break, little break. Good stuff. Thanks, Corey. Thanks to uh, all of you for watching our pre-Christmas schedule. Flames to uh, fall 5-2 here tonight in their final game before the Christmas break. We'll be back here in the Scotiabank Saddledome in the new year. As for the Flames, they continue onward. Four more road games to go before Christmas Eve. It starts in San Jose coming up on Sunday, the first of back-to-back -back games at the Shark Tank. And then we're here at the uh, 27th. It's the Edmonton Oilers, the final battle of Alberta of the season coming up after the Christmas break right back here at the Scotiabank Saddle. Thanks for watching Flames Post Game Live brought to you by Original 16. We'll see you right here at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome on the 27th of December.